my guest today is Scott Hazelton, who's in Orange, the race director of the Lonely Mountain. Before we cross to Scotty, I'd like to thank our partners, Ranella, Raylight, Fractel, Gymere Allied Health, Basecamp Altitude, Goo Energy, Cronulla Beer Co., Running Matters Coaching, and Coda Nutrition. G'day, Scotty. How are you going? G'day, Matty. I'm really well. Happy New Year to you. So, mate, you're the uh, Lonely Mountain Ultra guy from Orange. Yeah, I like that tag. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I was race director last year and we had the AGM recently and uh, we'll be going around again next year. Uh, so I'll be race directing again for 2023. So for those that don't know about Lonely Mountain, tell us about um, this year's race and maybe its origins, how it came about. Yeah, for sure. So the Lonely Mountain Ultra uh, is run over the middle weekend in October last year, or this year, it's still this year, it's New Year's Eve at the moment, isn't it? 2022 event was our inaugural year. Uh, And the whole concept is that we host a looped based ultra event uh, with a really great village and race hub down on some local private property on the mountain, which is called Mount Canobolus in Orange. And so we hosted the event for the first time this year and it was a great success. Yeah, it was great. Um, I was fortunate enough to be part of it and brought my uh, Running Matters coaching group up there. And sensational. We'll definitely be back next year and so will all the other participants and we'll probably grow our numbers as well. So how's the uh, how's the feedback been from this year's race? Yeah, look, you sure did. So just cycling back to what you said there, you've been a great supporter of the race, Matt. Thanks for um, putting a few promotions for us through your podcast and as you said, coming up yourself with your coaching group, uh, you guys represented really well. Uh, and look, I know you won't say it, so I'll drag it out of you, but um, you ran the 22. Um, how'd you go in the 22? Um, I, did, um, I did win it, um, but I think it's got less to do with my ability and more to do with the, uh, the low numbers for the initial inaugural race. No, you're too, you're too, uh, too humble. I, I remember before we set you off on the 22, I said, you've got to go all in, you know, you need to try and win this. And you reluctantly said, oh, I think about 10 minutes before you started, you decided you'd actually have a red hot crack. Um, mate, we've had some pretty hot runners get out there to try and take down your time, but you're still fastest time on that particular course. So uh, you obviously gave it a good crack. How'd you find the course? The course is amazing. Uh, it's a really nice, I mean, it's a beautiful area, you know that. Um, but the single trails, the fire trails, um, I just like the way that the single trails sort of um, roll through the creeks and the rainforests, um, palm, like the pine trees, I should say, mm-hmm. and uh, head up the mountain. It's it's really unique and it's, it's beautiful. I, I really like the fact that when you summit, Mount Canopolis, that um, it's all downhill after the top, so you can sort of finish with with the good downhill, and there's literally not there's literally not another hill like it's all downhill from the top to the to the finish line, which is fantastic. So it's not smooth um, fire trail to finish on the way down, and um, that's that's a really nice way to finish a race. So it was great. Great, I loved it. Yeah, that's great. Thank, thanks for the race report. It, um, that was similar feedback. We sort of thought that that loop is a really good entry for anyone that's thinking about doing their first trail run, maybe north of 15 or 20K. But it's deceptively hard, isn't it? Like you, you really are climbing on and off for about 15Ks and then you just bomb it down the other side for seven. Um, a lot of people think the 30K loop is actually an easier run. 
because uh, you get your climb over and done with pretty early and then you can really get into the rest of the loop. But I think that 22 just, it's either up or it's down and nothing in between. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's not a bad thing, actually, because I think you you just focus on getting it done. And um, and then once you know that once you got to that point that you can, you know, you can relax and, and get into your work sort of thing. Or, 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 so the guys that ran the 100, obviously, that's their last loop. Um, for those people that aren't familiar with the race, um, the, lo- the further you go, you're on a different loop. You never run the same loop twice. Uh, so you would be at the 78K point and you've got to go and tackle the 22K loop. How do you think it would go with 78Ks in the legs? Yeah, I, look, it would be hard heading <laughs> heading back out and up. What was the uh, remind me? What was this, what was the elevation for that twenty two loop or the twenty two k? So the twenty two k you get around seven hundred and twenty, I think, from memory. I'd have to look, but yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's significant. Like there's a fair bit of climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so mate, it it would be hard. It's it's it would be a, a tough hundred k course. Um, but I like the fact I, I, I like a looped course. So I like the fact that you can go out, you do the three loops and you come into the race hub each time, which um which be really motivating, I think, while you're out there. Um and so do you want to tell the listeners what the distances are for the races coming up this year? Yeah, so yourself and those that came and ran it this year, um, we had over seven hundred athletes come out, which was fantastic. Um, we, we were fighting all year um, some major capital works on the summit of the mountain, which was just coincidental. Uh, and national parks were held up, like most people in the state, with the incredible rains that we had this year. So we were unable to access the summit of the mountain in the way that we'd like to. I'm really excited to announce that um, the summit of Mount Canobolis is now fully opened and they've done a spectacular job up there. What used to be a bit of a sort of a cul-de-sac with some gravel, uh, and a waypoint is now a beautifully crafted viewing platform. It's uh, It's been all concreted. The road's been done up and you get absolute 360 degree panoramic views all over the, the local area. So that area is open. We've already got some people dropping some photos on Facebook of them running over the summit now in their LMU gear and getting really excited for next year. So. In terms of the format of the race, it'll be uh, the, the major changes will be that we'll actually be able to access the summit. Uh, the excitement this year was getting to the summit, ringing the bell, but it was, you, you probably remember, it was a, a bit of an up and back, a little tiny turnaround, and then you carried on your way to make it to the summit. Every loop this year, you'll actually run over the summit, and on the summit will be the big party aid station. That's, that's going to be really pumping. Uh, this year, we had to tuck it down a little bit further in a place called Federal Falls, uh, but this year it'll be lit up. Every, you'll be able to see the summit on all the loops at different points. Hopefully you'll be able to hear the summit throughout the day as well with some tunes and, and support crew. And uh, we're really excited about that change. So just imagine where this year you got up to the summit and you rang the bell and you quickly flicked around and ducked back down into the into the forest. This year you'll come and you'll just come straight out onto the summit. You'll see the view. You'll still ring the bell. There'll be an aid station there. There'll be people cheering you. We're really hoping to get a live feed from the summit broadcast onto a screen down in the race village so supporters and crew and commentators can call people that are sort of just within touching distance of the finish if you like think about the 22k Um, if you were doing the 100 or the 22 you're only seven k's from home Um, and we know we've had a look at night time too from the summit you can see the village at night Uh, So we're just really pumped about that big change. Uh, Course distances will be relatively unchanged. 
Um, they had to run a little bit long this year to take into account the detour around the summit. Uh, so the 22, I think this year you ended up running a little bit north of 23 in the end to get the detour in. This year, our, our distances should be bang on 22, 30, 50, 50 mile and 100. Uh, so just a few little tweaks that I think will really improve the experience for everyone. We're really excited. So 22, 30, 50, 50 mile, which is 80K and 100K. Um, no. If you've got anyone wanting to do shorter than 22, is there an option for that? Yeah, yeah, good question. There's an 11. Uh, it was yep. really popular this year. Uh, so, yeah, you can do the 11. And, of course, we've got the kids' races, 4 and 2K. Um, yep. and the, the 11 is a lot of people came back from that pretty belted because you think, oh, 11K. But you really do go right up the shoulder of the mountain. Um, there's now a fairly infamous climb that people talk about called Black Flat Creek. Um, and the 11K, which uh, one of our local guys, Chris Pooley, uh, tackled the guy who won it, a Sydney guy. I think it was his first trail run. Um, and they just went toe-to-toe -to -toe up Black Flat Creek, which is a switchback climb, and then you literally flick right, and then you vomit down that same descent that you did. But they come in about two-thirds up. Mate, the pace they were running. <laughs> it felt like we just set everyone off and we were calling them home. Um, yeah. But the, the field then tailed right out because um, it's a genuine climb. So 11Ks, it, it can take some people two, two and a half hours because it's just a serious hike up. Yeah. Oh, that's good um mate you the the race hub is is fantastic it's got a good vibe um you know music playing there's storeholders there's you know it's got that that sort of race hub start finish um there's also a bar there will the bar be back Hopefully, Mountain Culture uh, were great supporters of, this, of us this year. Um, their reports are that they're really keen to partner with us long term, so they're they're planning to be back. Um, I can't confirm for sure, but that's that's the talk at the moment. People like Orange Physio came out and gave free massage all morning. Um, lots of giveaways there, and as you, you're right, we had coffee and and various food stalls um they did such a great job for that morning session uh, and there was a great vibe there for the for the sort of you know from race start till about midday really pushing for next year um there's a chance we might double our competitors uh next year because we're not competing this year we were unfortunately competing with a change of date for uta they'd been washed out in may as we know they're going to be back in may this year and we're always in october uh, so we won't be competing. So it's highly likely that we're going to have much bigger numbers competing in our event next year. Uh, and so we'll, we'll have the race village pumping right through that Saturday afternoon and into the early evening as well. Fantastic. Do you, do you have a capacity on numbers from council or parks or whatever? Not really. Um, in terms of the way that we, that we run it, we go through state, forest and national park, and they've just been great partners of ours. And so they haven't really capped our limit for 2023 yet. Um, they saw the way that we operated with our WHS and safety and, and, and the, you know, everyone got home safe and sound, um, even with some last minute detours that we had to put in. So look, I, I think we could have north of 1500 runners next year. Um, yeah. It's a little bit of a wait and see, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, now, if people are thinking about coming up, um, you've the, the last time there's quite a lot of people camping up there as well. Um, what are what are some of the accommodation options for people that are, that want to come up and race in October? Yeah, so again, big thanks to you and your crew, mate, and uh, we'll come back to you to the to the running matters coaching. Um, 
So 14th and 15th, lock it in your diaries, we're on. The 14th and 15th of October 2023 is race weekend. Uh, the camping opens on the Friday evening uh, and you can camp all weekend. That's a really small fee. It's something like 10 bucks. Uh, and you get, there's toilet facilities, showers, obviously water, um, but it's unpowered, but really nice little venue for people to camp. Uh, and there was a really good uptake of that this year already, so I think that will expand again. And lots of local business in town with Orange. We're only about 15 minutes from town. I think uh, after you and the crew finished your races, you were able to sneak in. I think you got a lucky, you got a bit of a voucher, didn't you, to one of our supporters, the Parkview Hotel, and you guys nipped in, had a beer, and came back for the Prezzo that afternoon. And look, it's just on the edge of town. It's an easy drive, isn't it? So it is. for those that want to go a bit more salubrious, there's great accommodation options in, in Orange and it surrounds. Uh, but otherwise, you can rough it and come and camp on site if you like. Yeah, no, that sounds great. It is it is a really good vibe um, before and after the event. So I'd I'd recommend uh, yeah I'd recommend staying staying on site. It was awesome. Mm. Um, okay, I also wanted to mention um, you had some pretty cool uh, prizes. Um, one of them being um, it's as like a timber. The best way to describe it was a a, a carved. Uh, chopping board that Sally wanted to use in the kitchen, but I had to prize it off her um, nice. with uh, with some engravings, and then also uh, a trophy with uh, a, a a big rock on it. Can you can you talk us through those um, the importance of of the of the trophies? Yeah, sure. So um, each of those chopping boards were handmade by Orange Woodworkers, a local group. Uh, all donated to us, and um, they they were just a great supporter. And yeah, they're really unique. So if you manage to podium, uh, you got a nice chopping board donated, um, and it's great to hear that you've you've got it as a bit of a prized piece there in in the den. Well done, Matty. Uh, and the rock, yeah, look, it's quite significant. Cadia, um, which is a major um, supporter and employer in our town, in our town, the Cadia Mine. Um, they came on board with some fantastic sponsorship uh, over a number of years for us to really help us get off the ground. And obviously, uh, Mount Canobolus, the Lonely Mountain, is an extinct volcano. Uh, and so we decided that wouldn't it be nice that some of the rocks that have been dug up over the years by Cadia, which have little value commercially to them, but great significance and value to our community, if we could turn them into just like a little piece of the mountain um, that would otherwise just be sitting on, you know, a discarded pile of rubble. Uh, is a bit of a memento for anyone who's actually conquered that mountain. So big shout out, Matt. Um, you've run your own race. We'll have to come back to the Royal Double Ultra at some point and see what your plans are. Um, our president, Sam Collins, hand-drilled uh, and lacquered and then uh, put little eyelet screws in every one of those stones. Uh, I think his lovely wife and a couple of others might have helped him at the end uh, and put all those winner's stones together. Um, and so that was a real labour of love. Um, but, yeah, it was a I'm glad to hear that it landed well with you. I thought they were a nice little prize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I can I can talk about the significance of the volcanic rock. I might use this opportunity to cross to Sean at Ranella. We're going to uh, have a chat, do a shoe review um, on the On Cloud Monster. Morning, Sean. How are? You? Great, mate. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it's good to uh, see a lot of running yeah. events back happening. TMB down in uh, Kosciuszko yeah. or, or um, yeah, Jindabyne. It's great to see a lot of people out and about now, numbers back, and yeah, people relaxing a bit and training. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Absolutely. Um, it's good. 
Yeah, some inspirational stories. Yeah. Listening to the podcast as well. Some, yeah. Some good stories. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Fickle, Eloise, and uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting, mate. Always always good. Yeah. Always good oh, for a listen. That's good. Yeah, Bobby's Bobby's inspirational. It's pretty impressive for a 70-year-old. Mate, I'd like to do one. Mm. Mm. <laughs> never like say to, never. Yeah, never say true, never. True, true. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to chat about the ONS. The On Cloud Monster. Yeah. Yeah, is Swiss engineering at its best. Yep. Yeah, it's a, obviously people that don't know the brand, On, it's been around for quite a while. It's a Swiss brand and they've brought out the Monster yep. that uh, is their max cushioning uh, shoe, which you've been running in. How have you fa- found it? Yeah, perfect for long trailing long training runs yes um yeah particularly road running yep so um yeah i find it really comfortable i mentioned to you before i just find myself wearing them around the house wearing them to work they're just a really comfortable shoe so yeah re- yeah recommend them for a long training shoe that's what they're designed for yeah they're they're not a racing shoe yep. um so to say they're designed for that medium to long runs cloud elements that obviously on use for their cushioning system are quite large so they absorb a lot of impact basically the helium super foam it's nice and soft it's responsive but with every foot strike it cushions and gives you that and we all we all need that bit of cushioning yeah um, which we're finding reviews have been uh, great and the shoe is appealing to a wider range of wearers yep. um, we're finding so even walkers People are even just wearing them to work, um, but we're finding, yeah, biggest thing is the long runs. Great for a for a medium to long run, yep. and then people wear their race lighter race shoe for on the day. Like most on shoes, they've got that speed board, so it's not a carbon plate, but it's it's called uh, a speed board. So it basically flexes and gives the shoe that nice responsive kick it also gives the shoe i find it holds that shoe and gives it a bit bit of stability yeah and obviously increases that energy return which is what we want we want to be able to have some assistance when we run and i find this shoe is fantastic for that it's it's nice and stable as you mentioned yeah super comfortable it's a neutral category shoe so but yeah that speedboard does give it that and you've got that little bit of a rocker not too aggressive, but yeah. it gives you that nice sort of smooth transition into your into your, into your stride. Two hundred and seventy-five grams, so it's not as light as some, but it's it's not heavy. Like uh, it's a six mil drop, yep. so heel to toe drop is six mil. Yep. So it's it's sort of in between uh, for people, you know, wearing a an eight to ten mil drop. It shouldn't be that aggressive coming down trying that drop yeah i find it's got a lot of cushioning in the forefoot as mm. well and I, I particularly like that you know a lot of shoes you feel like it's it's softer in the back and not not that much in the front in the front yeah, yeah but this this is uh soft all around so yeah I, I really like exactly it. nice breathable upper lacing system's quite good find the laces don't come undone yeah it's nice comfortable around around the heel as well yeah it doesn't irritate the heel or anything like that. so yeah we're, we're getting really good feedback and i'm finding yeah a lot of people are starting to jump in the shoe yep. um it's gaining gaining some traction as i think you said um we're talking you saw a lot of people in the shoe during the uh, sydney on the, the weekend race, yeah yeah yep. so uh, more and more people wearing them yeah got some nice poppy colors as well coming out as yep. well yep. um but yeah if you want to try it um i suggest it it's a really good shoe and it, it, it appeals to yeah a, a larger range of sort of runners yeah um, definitely yeah good great road shoe yeah excellent
What's the logo, mate? Is it supposed to be a person? I'm still trying to work it out. It's basically, because we do get asked, funny you ask that, um, it's a light switch. Oh. So the on, we often people come in and say, have you got the QC brand? Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah, and you go, no, but yeah, that is a light switch. Oh. So switch the light switch on, on and away we go. There you go. So that's, yeah. I'll sleep better tonight knowing that. And Roger Federer is the uh, one of the directors. There you go. The, yeah, so yeah. He's, Swiss. Mm. Maybe he'll put some more time into designing some more <laughs> shoes now. Yeah. Yeah. Very good, mate. All right. Well, uh, thanks for that review. No problem. Uh, look forward to the next one. Fantastic. Thanks, see, Matt. See you soon. See ya. And we're back. Thanks, Sean. It was a good chat. Good shoe. How good. Get a set of those. Yeah. Yep. So, mate, how's your training going? I guess you're going to be too busy to uh, participate in that race. Have you, your, your own race? Are you eyeing off any other events during the year? Yeah, I'm a bit untrained at the moment, Matt. I've got to say 2022 was a quiet year in terms of mileage for me. Certainly plenty of miles with the committee setting up the race. Um, you're right, I don't have any um, goals to run in the event. You just sort of can't do that, can you, when you're directing. Um, but one day when someone else takes on the directorship, I'll, I'd love to get out there and do a lap on race day. Yeah, I'm battling a little bit of a, a, a knee niggle at the moment, but hoping to get into it. Um, bit of a shout-out for you uh, and your business with your coaching. T- tell me a bit, how many people have you got in your coaching business at the moment? Yeah, uh, it's going good, mate. I've probably got about... 30 people um on running programs so we've we've got a um a pretty big group that sort of turns up and does face-to-face group sessions during the week and then i'm also writing programs for people um all over i guess all over the place so mainly mainly australia but there's there's people in in noosa and canberra and orange like yourself uh, so all over and people are training for different things. So, yeah, so thanks for uh, bringing that up. And, um, yeah, if anyone is interested in either joining us for our group runs during the week and or getting on a program, um, they can visit our website, which is runningmatterscoaching.com, and contact details are there. So, um, yeah, reach out and just tell us what your interests are and we should be able to help you out. I'd definitely... So, that I remember a couple of years ago, um, you got me going for six foot and then I did a reasonable six foot and then I did solitary and my big goal race was UTA and I was a little bit injured and I'd never had a coach and I said, can you just help me get that six week window right from the end of solitary? I was feeling pretty tired. I want to come in really sharp for UTA and have a crack to go under 14 hours for the 100. And I just remember you took me all the way through that six weeks in a way I never would have done it because I had no idea. Um I remember one funny moment. I don't know if you remember. I texted you and it was a Tuesday and I said, mate, I am busted. Like, and you said, oh, what have you done Monday, Tuesday? And I told you and I said, and I think you said, you you idiot, you're doing week one, not week four in the program. I'd read the wrong tab. And yeah. so I was supposed to be tapering and, I, and you just said, and so you changed it all around again because I'd stuffed those two days. Um, and anyway, you had me really as sharp as I could have been on the day and ended up running a 1354, which I never thought I could have got um, and just snuck in a, a little silver buckle there so uh it works having a coach really works and i think you just nailed my program for me that year so if anyone's thinking about getting getting some coaching and maybe chasing a goal time I'd, I'd highly recommend it and i'll be coming back as well to you absolutely once i get going again stuff mate thanks for the uh thanks for the plug Pretty mm. Mm. 
Alrighty, so we're pretty close to finishing up. Should we talk about, do you have any beer on tap in your shed at the moment? What's happening there? No, look, the wheels are falling off up here, Matty. Once you put a race on, you've got no time for anything else. I've got no beer in the shed, not running. But look, good news is Lonely Mountain Ultra is happening. Yep. Check us out on our socials, Facebook. Uh, get us on Insta. Uh, the the website's live. Um, the dates are set aside, 14th and 15th. And, and I guess the really big news for now is uh, keep your eye on the socials. Entries are going to open early in the new year. Uh, and we'll have an early bird window for those that want to jump in straight away. Uh, but get on it. Make sure you're here and joining us for the 2023 Lonely Mountain Ultra. Yeah, look forward to it and, and look forward to seeing the race grow. It's um, it's great, mate. It's a great event and uh, I'm excited for uh, 2023. Look, I think the only issue really facing you, Maddie, is that the after party was that good this year. I don't know if you're going to be able to top it. So, look, let's see. The sky's the yeah. limit. After yeah. party. I'm looking at uh, karaoke machines. Do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's, a big, it's a big deal. The after party. <laughs> All right, Scotty. Thanks for your time, mate. We'll talk soon. Thanks for your support, Matt.